0: And I think society's ready for a change and to try out something new. And I think a lot of people would love to do this for their children, but they just haven't had the systems.
1: Have you ever wondered, how do you grow a conscious e-commerce brand online while also making a profit? Yeah, me too. After watching my family members suffer through cancer and heart disease using products by companies that care more about profits than their customers, there must be a better way, right? That's when I discovered an emerging wave of successful purpose-driven businesses, and I knew I needed to be a part of it. So join me as we dive into the stories behind the most inspiring brands in the world and discover the secrets on how they successfully win over the vote of their customer's wallets and grow their business online. My name is Vincent Tandiono and welcome to the Conscious E-Commerce Leaders Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Conscious E-Commerce Leaders Podcast. I'm super excited to be joined here with Danielle Labriola. She's the creator of Crafting Character. And Crafting Character has been featured in in the media like Authority Magazine, Mind Body Green, The List, and many others. What Crafting Character is and what I love about it is it's a system of books and toys to help kids to develop good characters like being kind, being grateful, uh, being charitable, and also taking care of the environment. Uh, I'll let Danny talk about it more in a bit. And what I think is super awesome is because I started this podcast to feature socially and eco-conscious mission-driven brands and businesses. And Crafting Character is teaching kids to become socially and environmentally conscious from a young age. So I'm super excited. Uh, Welcome to the show, Danny.
0: Uh, Thank you, Vincent. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing well. What about you?
0: I'm great, yeah, I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me.
1: Awesome, so tell me a little bit about your stories for, uh, for those listeners who may not be uh, familiar with you. I, I know that you were a lawyer previously, so what was the story behind the creation of the uh, Crafting Character?
0: Okay, so yeah, so basically, um, like you explained, Crafting Character um, is um, a set of books and stuffed animal tools that work simultaneously to help children become good citizens who are grateful and charitable and kind, so that they can uh, be their best selves and thrive, and then go out into the world and help and serve others. Um, and we can talk about it, you know, more later. But what crafting character has in our little secret sauce is that um, we teach the character trait through a book. And you see this, you know, those books in the market all the time. But what we've added to our systems is a part two that helps kids to create habits. And so just like everything else that we do in life, right? Like when we want to teach kids how to ride a bike or we want kids to learn how to read or we want kids to master multiplication, we don't just read them a book and then expect it to change them somehow, right? That's not how it works. 95% of what we do every day, or up to 95% is governed by habits. And so what crafting character does is we do teach them the particular trait with a story. And then we practice every single day with the child through this stuffed animal system. And that is our secret sauce that helps them to create a habit so that it actually sticks for the long haul. So just wanted to uh, throw that out there. Um, So the story Mm -hmm. of how we started. Basically, um, I wanted to kill it as a mom, and I was 100% all in effort-wise, and um, I was really focusing on my kids' happiness and success. I think this is super common amongst parents. It's kind of the trend. And what I noticed was that I was starting to raise entitled children by doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was taking them all sorts of places, creating a bunch of mm-hmm. memories with them. And we were just having a great time. And I thought that that is what I should be focusing on. Uh, when I realized that, you know, something had gone awry, um, I talked to my mom. She mentioned to me, hey, you know, I never hear you mention their kindness, their character. You're always talking about their happiness. What about that? And so I started researching it and consulted with um, some teachers, child psychologists, child psychiatrists, and looked in the studies. And what I found was what I think is the best kept secret, really. Um, If you will pivot and instead of focusing on their achievements and their happiness, if you will pivot and focus on how they can serve others, Mm -hmm. you will not only raise a child who is better and kind and good and intrinsically motivated, you will also put them on the fast track to being happy and successful. So once I figured that out, I realized, okay, I need to you know make this fun for my kids. Figure out how to do this with them. I knew it needed more than just a story because we have plenty of stories in our you know society that teach these things, and it wasn't creating changes for kids. And so that's when I researched um, habit creation and realized that was what we needed. We needed to not only teach these character traits, you know, and spread the word that you know, this is really what we should be focusing on, but then we also needed to take it a step further, like we do with everything else in life that we're teaching our kids. um, That's important. We needed to help them create habits through daily intentional acts that they would be completing so that they could change the way that they're thinking, feeling, and acting. So that is the story and um, yeah, and here we are.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, I think that's really brilliant that to have them a way to uh, enforce those habits and i i know that we were chatting uh, last week and then you were mentioning that you're also involving your your 12 year old twins in this business as well right so uh, yes. that I, I find that that is really fascinating because to start them off as a as a, at a young age right so what does that look like and how do you do it
0: So yeah, it makes this business a lot more fun. So from the beginning, um, my boy-girl twins, Jack and Scarlett, um, have been a part of this business. Um, They uh, helped me with the books. They edited all the books. Um, they were on the squeezability committee for the stuffed animals. They rejected many stuffed animals, sent them back. They said, these are not soft enough, or this doesn't look good. Or this head is too big. Like nobody would like this one. You know, they're, they're pretty, uh, harsh critics, but that was good. That was good. Quality control, right? (laughs) Yeah, Quality control for sure. Well, my son is intense quality control and my daughter is, um, like the encouragement committee. She leads the encouragement committee. So, hey, I love it. This is great. Oh my goodness, we're gonna kill it. And then my son, you know, brings us back to reality. I don't think we're gonna kill it, not with this, (laughs) you know. (laughs) So it's a it's a really good balance. Um and so yeah, so uh they helped from the beginning, you know, pretty much with everything, to be honest. And then they also have a sub company within my company where they are designing and developing accessories that we'll be rolling out later that go with the stuffed animals so that children can individualize their stuffed animals. So um, everything from glasses to different mouths to, um, you know, diabetes pumps that you can buy for, you mm-hmm. know, your stuffed animal tool, um, different hobbies they can have so that you can individualize. Them, you know, for yourself.
1: Oh yeah, that's that's really interesting. So yeah. I right know there are five different uh, five different products, uh, books, and uh, soft animals for five different uh, to develop five different characters, like right? So I'm curious, like, uh, how do you choose those uh, five traits?
0: So um, I chose these traits honestly because I thought that they were the most important traits. Um, for kids to master. And then so many of the other traits come as a byproduct from mastering these particular traits. Yeah. Um, originally, I had also designed, and I don't know if I told you this in our previous conversation, but originally I had also designed these to be paired with holidays. Mm, so, I um, and I took out the references to the holidays because. I didn't want people to feel like, okay, we can only work on mastering love around Valentine's Day, or we can only work on mastering gratitude around Thanksgiving. Um, So I took out most of the references to the holidays, but the cool thing is once you have the traits mastered and the habits formed, then you can just bring your system out around each holiday every year and sort of get a refresher on the tree and reinforce it again and make sure that it's sticking the way that you want it to stick. So, yeah, I mean, to me, these are, you know, the the key traits to master. And then once you've mastered them, um, a lot of the other traits come as a byproduct.
1: Mm, yeah. That's, that's really uh, fascinating. I think that how, yeah, you, how you came I, up with it.
0: Do you want me to tell, uh, you know, kind of tell your listeners what those five traits are? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, because I don't think we've mentioned it. So um, there is crafting character with a loving bug, and that teaches children how to be loving and kind. Mm-hmm. To me, this is the most important trait to master, right? Love. Um, there is crafting character with the grateful gobbler that teaches children how to master gratitude, Um, which is such an important trait because if you can master gratitude, you can control your happiness. Um, And there are simple habits that you can create um, and then have that in your tool belt, you know, going into the adolescent years where you can literally control your happiness. It's crazy. Uh, Crafting character with a charitable chick teaches kids all about generosity, charity, healthy giving. Um, Crafting character with patriotic Pete teaches kids how to be good American citizens. That one really focuses on, um, you know, inclusion, respect, teaching children that it's never too early to form your own views, what that looks like, how to handle it if someone doesn't agree with you, how to identify veterans, um, what Mm -hmm. you should be saying to veterans to show respect, you know, all that great stuff. And then crafting character with environmental ed is, A system that helps children master um, conservation and saving their planet and all the things that they can be doing even from a young age to um, contribute and Mm. help, help their planet. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I can see where the, like the the days and the, the holiday days that you were talking about, how they come in.
0: Right. right. So <laughs> yeah. they match perfectly with, um, you know, Easter for the charitable mm-hmm. chick, although, you know, my yeah. investor is Jewish. And so he's like, no, 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 that's not an Easter chick. <laughs> that is a springtime chick. Okay, great. So that's a springtime chick, you know, but we've got Thanksgiving and Valentine's day, Easter, or springtime, and Earth,
1: um, Earth day, Earth day, right? yeah,
0: Earth day or summertime. Yeah. And then, um, 4th of July.
1: Mm, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So let's uh, shift gears a little bit uh, to like the marketing and sales that you're currently doing. I know that there are so many uh, like tactics strategies out there and of course some works better than others. Uh, what have you found uh, for you for when it comes to crafting character, what have you found to work the best uh, so far?
0: So, yeah, I think you hit it on the nose. There are so many different things you can do, right? There are I mean, just so many different ways you can go with it. And I, the key for me is recognizing that I just got to dive in and start trying out mm-hmm. every, you know, one at a time, trying out different ways of marketing this and learning from the failures truly. And so, um, one, thankfully there haven't been too many, you know, big failures. Um, I took a, a media class on mm-hmm. how to get crafting character into the media so that it could reach you know more people and um we've had great success with that and you know have been written up in parenting OC and uh i mean we've actually gotten international coverage um, through that, yes, through the kind of pitching and some of it is just organic, you know, once you get picked up in some media, then it goes to other media. Um, we have, you know, some TV that we've done. Um, so that, and that has been really fun for me too, that angle of marketing. Um, I really enjoy doing the TV interviews, on um, or, you know, being interviewed for the magazine articles, Um, So we've had great success with that. What else? We have had success with influencer marketing, micro-influencer marketing. Um, You know, one of the hurdles that we have had as a company is we are the first on the market for this particular um, type of thing, right? Because there's plenty of books out there, but we aren't a book. We're a system right? And we are teaching and then creating habits. And so this, although it's been backed by science for years and years and years, this concept of treating character development like we treat math or riding a bike or, you know, any of these other things as parents that we want our children to master is new. And so trying to um, get it out there and just have people understand it quickly, has been a challenge that we've been working on. So just trying to spread the word in a way that people get it, right? Like, okay, I get it, I get it. You're doing habit creation for character development, just like how we do it with kids riding bikes, with flashcards, with multiplication. You know, you don't get to go through it once and have all that memorized. You have to go through it every day, right? Mm -hmm. And, or like a professional baseball player. I mean, they're not professionals because they were born with it. They've practiced a lot of them more than anybody else and their muscle memory, you know, has um, taken over. And so their body knows what to do because they have these deep-rooted habits. And so that's what we're going for, you know, with these systems. But it does create, you know, we kind of have to do a little trial and error and see where it works best because we have that little hurdle of the first to market.
1: It's definitely awesome things that you're doing here with developing these traits for for the children. So uh, where do you see yourself or rather a uh, crafting character in, let's say, uh, one to two three years' time?
0: So, currently, we are talking with some schools. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I, it's interesting. I, The truth of it is I was going to hold off for a little bit before talking to schools, and I was going to instead focus more on parents. And with the pandemic happening, what I found was that, Society, I think, is ready for this pivot, right? They're ready to start to recognize that uh, life doesn't work when you focus on yourself. That doesn't actually lead to your success and your achievements. And our kids are struggling doing that. They're, they're sad. They're anxious. They're not taking healthy risks. And I think society's ready for a change. And to try out something new. And I think a lot of people would love to do this for their children, but they just haven't had the systems. When I realized through taking some classes and talking to a lot of people that I really think our society's ready, I decided, you know, I think I'm going to start going to schools right now because if schools can get ahead of this and have this already in their schools, when society acknowledges, yeah, you know what? It isn't all about ourselves. We need to start thinking about others and how we can help out others. If they already have it implemented in there and then they can handle this uh, really for the parents and, and just have the parents do some reinforcement from the home, but not necessarily have to run the whole thing. I think it would, it would work out beautifully. So yeah. So you were asking back to your question, one to two years from now, my goal right now would be to. To be in a bunch of schools, right, and to have teachers systematically rolling this out, right, and that I would be holding their hands and making sure that it was working the right way, training teachers, and that way we'd be able to really help a lot more kids very quickly by grabbing them, you know, classroom by classroom, school by school versus parent by parent, and kind of take this off the plate of the parents. So while we're still going to be available for parents online, my goal in one to two years would be to be in quite a few schools, helping a lot of children. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's an awesome plan. So we're just about to wrap this up. So I'd like to ask this uh, question to all my guests is, what is the best advice that uh, you have ever received? Uh, It can be uh, um, regarding anything, whether it's business or parenting.
0: Well, I'll tell you the best business advice that I have ever received in the way that I run my business is always make sure you're giving more value than what you're taking in. It might sound counterintuitive. Um, it works. And if that is your goal to always give more than what you're taking in, you will feel happy. You will feel like your business is making a difference and the research obviously says all of these wonderful benefits that you get as a person by giving but i think what you also get is a reputation for you know being a good person and your reputation right and your connections and how you interact with people is everything Mm -hmm. so i think if you slow down and stop worrying so much about your own individual success and happiness and truly do what we're teaching with these systems pivot And say, you know what? I'm going to stop worrying so much about me. I'm going to worry more about how I can provide value to others. Whether that looks like others through um, your particular products. Or for me, it can also look like just helping other entrepreneurs. Or reviewing pitches, you know, that other entrepreneurs want to get out, giving my advice. Or it can look like helping out neighbors, whatever. I make time for it always. Because I figure, what's the point? if I'm saying no to helping all these other people, what's the point in rolling out my business anyway? Isn't it all to help people? So, right. So to me that if you in business, I guess, and out of business, if you can make that pivot and um, just ask yourself, am I giving more than I'm taking in? Things will work out.
1: I totally agree with you on that.
0: Yeah. 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 So I think that's, you know, that's the best, Best advice I got it from a book called The Go Giver. Um, oh yeah, I, 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 I love that book. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's my favorite book.
1: Yeah. Is, is there anything else you'd like to share that maybe I didn't ask?
0: Well, I mean, there there are a few more fun facts I think that your audience might be interested in, just about habits and that good stuff. You know, the reason we designed these systems for kids ages four to ten is because there is some research out there that says those habits that we form by the age of nine are the ones that are most ingrained in us as teens and adults. So I know that it's a little scary to hear. And for a lot of parents who are like, Oh my gosh, I missed the window. Now I'm screwed. But you know, you can still form habits after that. It just gets a little bit harder. And so what we're trying to do here with these systems is, you know, make it simple, fun, And get this foundation laid in children in the very young ages so that it's there for the long haul. You know, these are uh, muscle memory traits within them. And then when they go into adolescence, they have these tools in their tool belt to deal with some of the harder years. So to me, when I came across that research initially, I just thought, this is really interesting. You know, I wish I had known this earlier. (laughs) Yeah. So to me, I don't know. I think that's interesting, you know, and to sort of look at this from a different angle of, you know, a habit, it's gotta be habit. It's not just something that's going to happen. Even though you want it to happen for yourself, for your kids, you want to be a good person and you hope that if you want it bad enough, you'll just become good. Well, it doesn't really work like that. I mean, we're governed by habits. 95% of what we do is governed by habits. So if you want it to be easy and you want to be acting in a very giving, kind, grateful way, and you want all those awesome benefits, then you need to put in the work to create a habit, which means a tiny act every day, intentionally chosen before you do it. You know, not as an afterthought, but intentionally chosen. Like today I will, when I go to Starbucks, I am going to buy the person behind me a coffee and then you do it. Or the next day, you know, today I'm going to send a, text message to all my neighbors, since I'm going to the grocery store, I'm just going to say, Hey, does anybody need groceries? Right. Mm -hmm. It's intentionally choosing these things every day, but you got to do it every day. So set a little alarm on your phone, um, intentionally choose an act and then go out into the world and do it. And if you want to break it down by, by trait, I think that that works very well. So like, I'm going to work on gratitude every day. I'm going to write down, what I'm grateful for I'm going to work on kindness every day I'm going to do a kind act and it really takes this repetition almost to the monotonous level in order to master
1: on that topic of creating habits I, I know that we don't want to go too much of it because it probably made better a podcast and like how long do you do you see like it takes to form a habit for,
0: yeah, for kids? right so, so the, the funny thing is there's research all over the board So anywhere from three days to almost a year is what people will say. So the reason we created our systems to last for 14 days is because it was long enough where I could see a difference that was sticking, right? They started to form a habit and yet it was short enough time that a child in this age range of four to 10 could be successful with the system and they could accomplish it, right? So if you're asking a five-year-old to do a 90-day system of acts, the likelihood that they're actually going to complete it and that you're going to be able to stay on track as a parent too. I mean, it just declines exponentially. So this was the perfect amount of time where I saw my kids start to form a habit. You want to continue to practice for sure and reinforce it. But I saw a change. I saw a change in the way they were thinking, feeling and acting, and they were able to successfully accomplish the system. So that's why we chose two weeks. But yeah, habit research is all over the board.
1: So, for our listeners who want to check out uh, Crafting Character or they want to uh, get one for their kids, uh, how do they do that?
0: Okay, so um, the way we are selling our product right now is just on our website, and you can find us at craftingcharacter.com. So, real easy, just the way it sounds Crafting Character singular, singular. You know, not crafting characters because we're talking about the character, you know, that's inside of us all waiting to be unleashed and developed and nurtured. Craftingcharacter.com and our systems, um, you know, include the book, the stuffed animal and all of the missing 14 pieces that the children ride upon. Each system includes that and is sold by the trait. And they're $39.99 right now.
1: Thank you so much for being here, Danielle. It was uh, super awesome. You shared a lot of golden nuggets there.
0: Well, thank you so much for having me. I was really looking forward to it. So, um, you know, this is a great podcast and I'm really honored to be a part of it. Thank you for having me.
1: It was a pleasure.
0: All right. Thanks, Vincent.